0: what's up everybody welcome to the pick six podcast cbs sports daily nfl podcast it's an emergency edition i'm will brinson i'm your host tom brady no longer with the new england patriots he announced on tuesday morning saint patrick's day no less chris long of the formerly the pats points out that may be a hate crime in certain spots that he that he is not coming back to the patriots joining us to break it down sully from boston
1: you know, he did it on St. Patrick's Day where, like, all of Boston can't go to a bar and drink their sorrows away, too, because we're all just stuck in our houses. So it's really just – it's just a double hitter.
0: Yeah, I like A double hitter? Uh, Tyler Sullivan of CBSSports.com. You've been killing it on your Patriots coverage. And uh, so Tom Brady tweets out – and we were just talking about this before we started. But, like um, – and by the way, follow uh, – is it at Tyler Sullivan on Twitter? Uh, Tyler Sully. Tyler Sully on Twitter. That's right. That's how I realized that people call you Sully. Uh, so follow Sully on Twitter while we were live on a podcast last time. Uh, to, and Tom Brady at oh, 844 a.m. Because I had just finished my first CBS Sports HQ hit. And you can watch okay. Sully on HQ uh, all throughout the week as well. And, and all of a sudden you see, like, forever a Patriot pop up. And you're like, oh, my God. Brady's coming back. Brady's back. He's back forever a patriot. But, of course, forever a patriot can mean many things. Namely, I will always be a patriot in my heart, which is what he meant. And he wrote, I'm not going to read the whole thing. But to all my teammates, coaches, executives, and staff, Coach Belichick, RKK, Robert Kraft, and the Kraft family and the entire organization, I want to say thank you for the past 20 years of my life and the daily commitment to winning and creating a winning culture built on great values. I'm grateful for all that you have taught me. I've learned from everyone. You've all allowed me to maximize my potential, and that is all a player can ever hope for. Everything we have accomplished brings me great joy, and the lessons I have learned will carry on with me forever. And at this point, you're reading it, and you're like, okay, maybe he's not staying, because this sounds a lot like somebody who's walking out the door. Uh, I couldn't be the man I am today without the relationships you've allowed me to build with you. I have from all you've given me. I It's like, okay, Tom, all right, at this point, like – you know, could well, that,
1: well, that's the thing. You know, you know, you see the forever a patriot. I get the push notification on my phone and that's all you see is the caption of his tweet. Yep. Then you click the photo and it's a the paragraphs long. And you go, uh-oh. Usually, you know, if it was like, if he was coming back, he'd pull the Michael Jordan and just post, I'm back. The fact that's that it was super long, you're like, oh boy, this is not a good sign. That's a, that's a,
0: that's a great point. Um, and uh, and then he posted on Instagram and two different pho- it took two different tweets and two different photos on Instagram and he got them both out there at the same time. That's how you know he's not doing this himself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, but he points out, uh, what, so where is the I
1: can't, I can't even find it. It's so ridiculous. Um, it's like in it's like at the bottom of like I don't even know if it's the first or second one because it was oh, like. Here it is. On the second
0: one, I don't know what my football future holds, but it is time for me to open a new stage for my life and career. I thank you for the bottom of my heart. I will always love you and what we have shared. A lifetime full of fun memories. I was like, I was reading it this morning and like honestly, I was on like my first half cup of coffee Mm -hmm. and I
1: was, I was just like, I was like, is there where, uh, is he saying something in here? It's it's hilarious that you don't know within the first, you know, clearly he didn't go to journalism school. You got to get to the point, hit the lead and, and go. You know, you go through halfway through the the paragraph, and it's like, I don't know, is he retiring? Is he, you know, because it, you know, the forever a patriot thing was to me was the most misleading thing ever. I'm waking up, I'm like, oh, beautiful, Tom Brady's back, he's forever a patriot. Well, no, apparently not. Apparently, it's forever is just a a a different term in his mind.
0: Yeah, and so he, but, but, but I mean, we're. Uh, the odds have changed, and I pointed out on CBS Sports HQ this morning, and I hope people were listening and watching because they could have jumped on it. The 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 Buccaneers were eleven to one. This morning on some offshore spots where you could have wagered on him. Um, now they are, uh, I think FanDuel open them back up at minus 250. We'll have the official William Hill odds that we run with, uh, you know, as soon as they get him up. It's, it's a fluid situation though. The one thing we know, Sully, is that he's not coming back to the Patriots. So before we dive into where he could go, what Tom Brady will do with his future, um, you know, what is, look, is a, you're a Boston guy. What's, uh, what does your heart tell you this morning?
1: It's crazy. I mean, I was just talking to Debo about it, too, you know, before we jumped on here. And it was like, I'm not surprised because you know, I was at Gillette Stadium when they were eliminated by the Tennessee Titans on Wild Card Weekend. And I even wrote a story for CBS Sports.com. It felt like the end. It didn't just feel like the end of a season. It felt like something was was ending. And I said on HQ that, you know. You, you, these their season ends, whether it's the Saints or the Chargers, you have Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers, both sounding like they want to come back to their respective teams. Phillip Rivers kind of knew that it was the end of the road for him in, in Los Angeles. Drew Brees didn't know if he was going to retire at the time or not, but was like, hey, listen, I'm coming back to the New Orleans Saints if that's going to be the case. Tom Brady, when he was asked those same questions, it was, I don't know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Kind of kept everything open-ended. And just the vibe around there was Uh, well this this actually could be the end here and i know you know we've heard that since what like 2014 that this is going to be the end of the new england patriots but this time it there was no denying that something was going to change one way or another with that team
0: yeah and by the way tom brady's last throw as a patriot a pick six i know that stinks
1: i know that's a tough one that is a tough pill to swallow
0: to a former patriot logan ryan who then took it to the house and, and, and ended the game in the, in the Tampa, you know, it was the, the it was already over, but it did ruin. He's a memorabilia right there. You
1: know what I mean? Jeez. Yeah,
0: that's Right. Tom Brady's last throw went to a, uh, went to a, went to a page, a former Patriots defensive back. Who, who could have seen this coming? Um, to uh, like, all right. Well, let's get into where Tom Brady will go. We can't get this is, I mean, There's no reason to be sure. sentimental because Tom Brady's not being sentimental about it. I, and I think I said this on HQ and I think that this is true that Tom Brady, Doing this today obviously means that he met with the Patriots and he met with Bill Belichick and it's very clear and it should be, it's, this has been reported everywhere, but this should be very clear. This is a Belichick driven decision now, right? This is not Robert Kraft because Robert Kraft could have stepped in and been like, Hey, Tom, what do you need? We want you to be a Patriot for the rest of your career. This is Bill Belichick saying, look, Tom, here's, here's, here's what,
1: you know, here's my number. Here's what you want. It, It ain't, it ain't working, right? And if you were a Patriots fan and you saw the news that it was going to be Bill Belichick kind of spearheading this Tom Brady free agency, that should have put your alarm bells on that, you know, that this could potentially be the outcome that we currently have here because Throughout his career, it's it's been Robert Kraft that's negotiated all of these contracts for Tom Brady up until this point. He is one of the Brady's one of the rare exceptions where it's not under Bill Belichick's jurisdiction for the most part when they discuss these contracts. So, the fact that all of a sudden going to be 43-year-old season, it's going to be Bill Belichick's decision who famously gets rid of guys a year too early or two years early than a year late. It just felt like that was going to be a change in the tides here. And, 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 you know, there's a couple of reports. I believe it was Tom Curran recently. And I think Mike Reese even, yeah, uh, VSPN just, had it too. Just,
0: just for the record, there is nothing better than someone from Boston saying Tom Curran's name. Like, <laughs> like, like, okay, wait, will you say Tommy Curran? I love Tom Curran's my boy. I love Tommy. It sounds Tommy
1: like Curran? I'm saying Tommy. Like, yeah, uh, like Tommy Tommy Curran. Curran. <laughs> Sounds like the guy at the end of the bar. And, He's just look, about and, to get kicked out.
0: And look, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not knocking your Patriots coverage at all. But Tom Curran has been like, there's, there is really nobody out there who covers Tom Brady like the, the way Tom Curran does because
1: as we They're were plugged in, he yeah. was, he was pretty much on it too. You know, I, you know, I was, I was still in like elementary school when, yeah, yeah, uh, when Brady when, was, pretty like, was coming, like, coming yeah, around. Yeah, but like, yeah. he was one of the first guys too that was even when there was discussion of, you know. Drew Bledsoe or Tom Brady, you know, when he gets healthy, should he come back? He was very early on the Brady train. So so you can tell that's obviously been rewarded, you know, tenfold sure. for Tommy Curran. He's been, He's been great with his coverage. And, and he was saying that and reporting that there was a meeting last night between at least Kraft and Brady. That was kind of basically just saying, you know, Brady saying his intentions of what was going to happen going forward. And, you know, kind of just as a grand scheme of things, I, I do think that this is – not motivated by Brady being, you know, pissed off or anything just, like that.
0: Just really, just really quickly before we move on, but yeah. like, uh, uh Bob Kraft, Pat's owner, gave a statement to Mike Reese of ESPN. Yep. Tommy everybody's Tommy. Everybody's, everybody's Tommy. Tommy. Yeah, it's Tommy from Southie. Um Tommy initiated contact last night and came over. We had a positive, respectful discussion. It's not the way I want it to end, but I want him to do what is in his best personal interest. After 20, we- 20 years with us, he has earned that right. I love him like a son. Uh, one,
1: what about the qu- quarantine guys? I know, do you know that's it? true. we not going to Bob Graff's house. Especially, especially when Brady's I'm out Scott. here, especially when Brady's out here going to Costa Rica, traveling around. I mean, crap's an old man. Come on now, Tom. You're going to kill him by telling him that he's not, that you're not going to stay with the Patriots and you're going to give him Corona. What is, you're what is this? his heart, then you give him Corona? What is this nonsense?
0: Oh. No, we're, we can't, we kid. Uh, not that Corona is a joking matter, but you get the point. Um, but to your point, like, so it does feel like, you know, when that Seth Wickersham article came out in, I think it was like 2015 maybe, uh, the Don Vannetta-Seth Wickersham article about the turmoil within the Patriots, you know, it felt like a, a situation where – Like it was very believable before they traded Jimmy Garoppolo, and then the Patriots going on, win a bunch of games, and you're like, all right, this is washed away. They're going to ride it out. Now it does feel like there's a little bit of animosity here, as I think you were pointing out,
1: right, Sully? Well, well, that's kind of what it is, and I don't even know if it, you know, it could originate with the Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, you know, with the Jimmy Garoppolo draft, because. If you remember, you know, you go back to that draft, Belichick was quick to point out at that point, Brady's aging contract situation was the driving motivation for them to spend a second round pick on Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that rubbed him the wrong way. And I mean, you can look at it from the numbers wise too. His numbers, I believe it was completion percentage was dipping like for four straight years. And then all of a sudden they draft Jimmy Garoppolo comes back more motivated. All those numbers start to go up. They go up and, you know, go on a nice little late dynasty run there, win a couple of Super Bowls. So, you know, that's probably part of where the the frustrations originated. But I do think that there's something to be said for how these negotiations went down. We heard the Boston Herald report that they had a conversation, Belichick and Brady, and things, quote-unquote, did not go well. And it feels like the Patriots were kind of, you know, almost calling Brady's bluff to a degree, like, are you gonna to go to Tampa? Are you really gonna to go to Tampa? We're gonna give you a blah 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 deal that's you know chunk change or or basically what you've been making throughout the course of your career. And Brady kind of just said, Screw it, I I'll I'll see what's out there. And I bet you he was more wooed in these past twenty four hours than he has in the past like five years with the New England Patriots, which is probably something that came up in his conversation with Kraft.
0: Yeah, and you know, I mean, it also does feel like Tom Brady in his pursuit of his next landing spot is, I mean, look, I I don't want to question Tom Brady's motivations. He's the, he is played with a chip on his shoulder like nobody else in the history of sports, really outside of maybe Michael Jordan. He's the greatest, uh, maybe the greatest football player of all time, definitely the greatest quarterback of all time, but it does feel like right now, like to me, if his single minded pursuit was winning a Super Bowl, he would do what he's done so many times and take less money from the Patriots and come back and do that. It does feel like there's a chance that Tom Brady has more in his interest like he wants to go and build his brand he wants like i mean he's dropping this on on social media like you know, a few years ago, I think it was, uh, you know, like a Peter King column where he mentioned that he was coming back or like, you know, Bob Kraft gave the scoop to Peter King, et cetera, et cetera. Like you definitely feel like wherever he goes next, it's going to drop on a Facebook like like it's something with one ninety nine productions. It's it's going to involve his outer interest. Uh, it's going to be like or like, you know, you find out in a TV 12 like diet
1: box, lucky ticket or something like that. You know what I mean? Well, that's why I think it's going to be fascinating to see where he goes next, because I think if he signs with the Los Angeles Chargers, that very much is suggesting that he's also making this move for his post NFL career, because he obviously has that, you know, the 199 production studios. All of a sudden you get the, the TB12 method in a big market like Los Angeles, you know, the health nuts over there. Like they would eat that stuff up like avocado ice cream all day. So like that to me would be something that would, that's interesting. If he goes to Tampa, I I don't know if we can still say that. Like you know, it, you know, do you really, do you really Tampa like selling feels, all that stuff? Tampa feels like a football. Tampa feels
0: right. like uh, I'm in with Bruce Arians, who's a very Bill Belichick type of coach. I mean, like they're not they're not very different in in the way that they approach things. You know, they're one's a little funnier and more public and open and honest, but like right. that's a football guy's coach. Um, it is worth. I'll ask you this: Do you think it's worth noting? That in his statement, he wrote, my children were born and raised here, and you always embraced this
1: California kid as your own. Oh, interesting. Well, I mean, listen, it would make a lot of sense for Tom Brady. You know, he's going to be what? You know, 43 years old by the start of next season. He said 45. I mean, if you're talking like I just said. If you're talking about setting things up in the next three years, two to three years, Los Angeles, the California kid goes home. That's a play. I mean, I think that that's why the San Francisco 49ers were floated out there. I don't think that was floated out by anybody other than the Tom Brady camp. I think in a perfect world, Jimmy Garoppolo, that says, listen, you know, or the 49ers say, hey, listen, we're going to move on from Jimmy Garoppolo. Patriots take him back, and Brady goes home to actually be the California kid and be and be that guy and help them go to Super Bowls and call it a career. But that's not going to happen. I think maybe Los Angeles makes a lot of sense in that degree. But like you said, football decision, Tampa Bay makes a lot of sense to me. You're going to put up ridiculous numbers. You're probably not going to throw 30 interceptions like Jameis Winston. But you might throw for 5,000 yards when you have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and O.J. Howard. So to me, it's going to be fascinating to see how this goes down. I think the NFC would probably be his best move. You get away from Patrick Mahomes for at least you know the, the AFC. But we'll have to see.
0: Uh, All right, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will tell you a couple of factors that will play a role in where Tom Brady signs next. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. Tyler Sullivan on the pick six podcast here. See, this is what happens. Debo gets me to tease. I start teasing. And now I'm like doing radio crap at the the, end, like (laughs) after an ad break, I'm like joining us again, Tyler Sullivan still here. Like, like, you know, cause you have to reset every, right. It drives me nuts when radio guys do that. I understand why. Cause you're, you know, you're constantly changing whether you're on or not, but it's like, it's so
1: anti-conversational. you are also just like, you know, got a couple of phone lines lighting up, still can catch your spot. Like, they, they really, yeah, like, really hammer it home.
0: Sports.com joining us. It's like, look, we're just <laughs> we're doing a 30-minute podcast or a 20-minute podcast, whatever it is. Anyway, so um Tom Brady gone. His next spot will, you know, there's going to be a discussion of Brady and Belichick legacy, but let's focus in on where he might go. Here, the, the Bucks and Chargers are the two favorites right now. are one-two. Okay, right. Buccaneers are the clear one. Uh, do you think it's 1A1B or
1: 1-2? I think it's 1A1B. I think okay. the, the, the Bucks are probably putting in the most love right now, but I, I do think Hollywood has its appeal too.
0: Alright, so let me ask you this. If we took the Buccaneers roster and coaching staff and put them in Los Angeles, this
1: is over, right? Oh yeah. We would have, th- this, this long, uh, t- you know, social media post and all that, that would have happened like last Sunday, even though the, the legal tampering period just started on Monday. Like we would have known this so quickly. Yeah, just just Um, just the fact of it. Tom uh,
0: Pellisera, Tom Curran had initially reported. I do not expect any additional Brady news today. He said that on Tuesday morning. That makes sense. Tom Brady is not, you know, he can sign. You know, he's. I mean, he technically actually, I guess Tom Brady's not a free agent until 4 p.m. So. Right. Wait, wait, This is. I I thought his contract voided at 4 p.m. on Wednesday. Maybe it voids today. Am I wrong?
1: Yeah, Shefter uh, asked he had that tweet that was, you know, the the voided years that were remaining on Brady's contract were void today, like they dissolved today. But I don't know if that's necessarily, you know, is that bookkeeping? Is that something to do with the the salary cap or whatever it may be? I know there's a 13.5 million dollar hit that hits at the start of the league year when Brady doesn't right. resign. But like I don't I don't necessarily know what that means going forward.
0: Yeah, uh, Schefter tweeted out 7:45 a.m. Just a formality, but the final two years on Tom Brady's contract officially void today. I, I don't. I look Adam Schefter's plugged in as it gets. Everybody knows that. I am. I'm not sure how that math would work though, because then you would have a once because once the years void, the dead cap accelerates.
1: Right. So, to because, me, you know, so like
0: once once a year's void, he's an official free agent, which means the Patriots can't do an extension, and that that's sort of why the deadline was 4 p.m. on Wednesday. Anyway, it doesn't matter because he's not going back to the Patriots. They will have a 13.5 million dollar cap hit, right. but if if he is if his contract has indeed voided already, once it voids, he's able to negotiate with other teams and come to a terms of agreement. I
1: don't think we'll see anything until after Wednesday at 4 p.m. Anyway. No, because I think that this is, you know, this is another little subplot here. I mean, we just have been talking about the Chargers and the Buccaneers as, like, the clear-cut favorites to sign Tom Brady. But I do think that, you know, there are still teams out there that could use a quarterback like Tom Mm -hmm. Brady. And is this... This, you know, big grand announcement by Brady, a clear-cut sign. Listen, he didn't just come out with a buy New England, hello, new destination. He just said goodbye New England. So is this a message from Tom Brady and his representation where, like, reportedly his market wasn't that robust? You know, it really does feel like it was just the busts and yes. the charges right now. Is this a signal to the rest of the league Hey guys, I'm actually leaving the New England Patriots. Like, I am not going back. I have shut that door. Come get me. So Jeremy, that to me is something that we have to look at.
0: No, I, I, Jeremy St. Louis and I talked about this on HQ on Tuesday morning. I agree completely. That was my stance. Is like this is this is Tom Brady putting out the vibe. Because look, if you're a team, if you're if you're the if you're the Las Vegas Raiders or you're the Indianapolis Colts, and you are interested in Tom Brady, I think both teams are interested in Tom Brady because he's Tom Effing Brady. You can't you can't viably chase after him and then have him just flip around and go back to new England and make you look like a moron. And you like if you're the, if you're the Colts, you lose out of Philip rivers. If you're the Raiders, maybe you damage the relationship with uh, Derek Carr. Not that it's, you know, the end of the world, but like, yeah, I mean, he seems like an emotional guy who might be, uh, upset. The Patriots. Well,
1: especially if you're the Colts, they're like, wow, we're really going to get burned by the Patriots twice. We wanted a head coach and Josh McDaniels. Robert Kraft comes in at the 11th hour or, you know, 1201 and brings them back. Like, you know, they're not going to get burned again. If they want Tom Brady and all of a sudden it's like, he goes back to New England and says, hey, the Colts are offering me this. Like they don't want to get in that situation where they're snatching him and the, and the rug's getting pulled out from under him. This is to me, yes, there might be some clear leaders with the Bucs and the Chargers and those, those two destinations make a lot of sense. But I do think that Brady and his camp want to put it out there. Hey, we're, le- we're definitely leaving New England. Like don't worry. New England's not going to come in at the last yeah. second and bring me back. So make your best offer. Come to the table, whether you are the Raiders or the Colts or, or whoever.
0: And, and, well, and by the way, and it's perfect segue because the Patriots literally one minute ago, as we're recording this, tweeted out statements from Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick. I think Belichick's uh, is inter- you know Kraft we sort of heard about Belichick's. I think is interesting. Is it um, one sentence? No, it's actually this lengthy, like very. Oh, good. All right. Yeah, so it's it's not like smell you later, Tom. Um, <laughs> Tom or Tom is great. Uh, I'm gonna jump to the second paragraph because yep. uh, you know. Well, actually, you know, I'm not. Here's what opening says. Tom was not just a player who bought into our program. He was one of its original creators. Tom lived and perpetuated our culture. On a daily basis, he was a tone setter and a bar raiser. He won championships in three of his first four years on the field and in three of his final six seasons with us while competing for championships in most every season in between. This is a credit to Tom's consistency and what separates him. He didn't just perform. He didn't just win. He won championships over and over again. Tom and I will always have a great relationship built on love, admiration, respect, and appreciation. Tom's success as a player and his character as a person are exceptional. Nothing about the end of Tom's Patriots career changes how unfathomably spectacular it was. With his relentless competitive and lo- competitiveness and longevity, he earned everyone's adoration and will be celebrated forever. It has been a privilege to coach Tom Brady for 20 years. And he goes on for another two paragraphs Um before adding at the end sometimes in life it takes time to pass before truly appreciating something or someone but that has not been the case with tom he is a special person and the greatest quarterback of all time
1: well i I think i think that last point's pretty you know poignant when you think of you know obviously we're talking about like you know is there a rift between belichick and brady and you know sure maybe you know belichick from a football gm football leader wants to go in a different direction but like you know, we've seen it before. Belichick does speak glowingly of former players. Like, he will never really put one guy that's currently on the 53-man roster above the team, and that includes Tom Brady. But, like, when they are gone, he showers them, whether it's Vince Wilfork, Teddy Bruschi, Mike Vrabel. Like, he is all about those former Patriots. So it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, you know you're seeing it right now. Showering yeah. with praise, calling him one of the greatest. Yeah.
0: Uh, Robert Kraft, by the way, added – um, I love Tom like a son and I always will. He has brought so much happiness to me personally and to all of our fans. I had hoped this day would never come, but rather that Tom would end his remarkable career in a Patriots uniform after yet another Super Bowl championship. Unfortunately, the two sides were unable to reach an agreement to allow that dream to become a reality. Now that is interesting too, because he, mm. Robert Kraft says the two sides.
2: Right.
0: It's right. not mm-hmm. a plural, uh, uh wheat. It's the two sides. In other words, he did turn it over to Bill Belichick and Let me ask you this, Sully, before we go back to Brady's possible landing spots. Do you think that's the right move? Like, should, should should Robert Kraft have stepped in and kept Tom Brady in place, or should he have trusted Bill Belichick to, to usher the program into a new era? I would side with Belichick personally, but that's an objective third party standpoint,
1: you know? I don't, I don't think he should have stepped in. You know, I, I think that would have been a mistake for, for a couple of reasons, but the biggest one would be, it would clearly, you know, the, the, the message would be out there that Bill, Bill Belichick wanted to move on from Tom Brady, but all of a sudden they're, they're forced marriage to continue going forward. Brady knows that he's unwanted. Like that just creates even more animosity between the two. If there is, you know, a ton to begin with, who knows really? So to me, that wouldn't really work. And then all of a sudden you piss off Bill Belichick and who knows? Maybe you sour the entire thing after 20 years of success. That's, that's also, that's also the case. Cause Bill Belichick, you know, and Kraft knows this. Like, he's the guy that Bill Parcells was, hey, listen, if I'm gonna cook the meal, I wanna shop for the groceries line. You know, he knows this. He's learned from those mistakes. And he's let Bill Belichick pretty much operate how he sees fit throughout his entire career. So, to come in now and all of a sudden do that, Bill Belichick, listen, Bill Belichick's, you know, late sixties, almost seventy years old. He doesn't need an owner all of a sudden after 20 years of of leading the team to multiple championships and and multiple playoff runs and really turning it into a multi-billion dollar franchise to all of a sudden start poking on his shoulder saying, hey, do this, do that. Like, Bill Belichick's too old for that. He doesn't need that. He can just go somewhere else, pull a Tom Coughlin, and just run an organization up top. So to me, it it wouldn't make a lot of sense if all of a sudden he's dictating what Brady and, and Belichick have to do.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. So landing spots. I think we I, I'm with you. I think one A and one B for uh Tom Brady is Tampa Bay and Los Angeles. But as we were saying uh right before reading those statements, you know, this does with the Colts and the Raiders, I think, say, hey, look, like you might have been worried about chasing after me because – we mentioned this a few times when Peyton Manning was a free agent and the, the Cardinals and the Titans and a few other teams chased after Peyton Manning. It really caused them to go down a, a, a dark, a dark, yeah. you know, a dark timeline in terms of the quarterback situation because they missed out on Manning. Uh, they ended up with Kevin Cobb and did the, did the Titans had like start Charlie Whitehorse that year? I don't even remember, but you it was remember. a dark time. It was a dark time. Um, but yeah, that's the point is like, if you're the Colts, you can't risk. Missing out on Philip Rivers, like it's clear they traded for DeForest Buckner. They traded their first-round pick for Buckner, gave him twenty-one million dollars. They're going in on this year, so you can't miss out on Philip Rivers because you go on a wild goose chase for Tom Brady. What, do, like I think the Raiders and the Colts are in play. Um, do you think a team like the Bears with not much calories salary cap space are in play? What about the Dolphins? I mean,
1: that was the team I was going to bring up is the okay. Dolphins because. You know, you know, we, you know, as we just were saying, like, you know, there's no bad blood, whatever, whatever, between Brady and the Patriots, but like, Who doesn't want to see them play twice a year and duke it out for the division? Like that would be the ultimate theater in, you know, that the NFL has pretty much ever seen in in one single division. So, you know, that would be fun. And all of a sudden you do see the likes of, you know, Byron Jones coming, Kyle Van Noy. There's a relationship there with Brian Flores, former de facto defensive coordinator. Like, and, And we say, you know, with Brian Flores, I don't want to diminish it that way either because You know, we say, "Oh, he's the de facto defensive coordinator." He was there since like 2000. Like he's been there for a long time. Rose through the ranks in the coaching staff, mostly on the defensive side. Like it's not like he was there for like three years as like a linebackers coach and then you know was starting calling defensive plays. Like 2000,
0: 2004, he was a scouting assistant. I mean, that's a that's a really he was in the Patriots for 15 years. Like exactly, Patriots for. Three Like, three years less than Tom Brady, or four years less than Tom Brady in totality, which, I mean, that means he's worked with Tom Brady a lot.
1: Yeah, and again, it's defensive coach and and all that. Like, I get it. There's a difference. But, like, there's clearly some familiarity, at the very least, between those two sides. They have a ton of cap space. You know, what better way? Like, you know, if you are the Dolphins and you are really into Tua, like, who wouldn't want to bring Tom Brady for two years, compete... Let Tua learn behind Tom Brady and first up, rest up and heal up that hit. Like, it would make a lot of sense when you think about it that way. If you're really thinking about bringing up Tua, like you bring Tom Brady for a couple of years, you really build up some hype, and then you usher in this new era after he just learned from the greatest quarterback of all time. Like, that would be a very interesting scenario. Now, does it happen? Like, who knows? But, like, that, if we're playing fantasy football and we want, you know, for us and our business, like, we want to write about something, there's no better way.
0: Brady versus the Pats uh, twice a year would be incredible. And, and by the way, like, if, uh, again, if we took Tampa's roster, Tampa's coaching staff, everything about Tampa and moved it to Miami, it's probably a done deal. Cause that's a, that's a TB12 like landing spot too, where you got the exactly. avocados and, 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 all of that. I, I do I think,
1: think, I think Giselle would like living there too.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like that's like, is Giselle moving to Indy? I don't think so. And I don't think I, she's moving to Tampa. Like I it, think, I think, Uh, by the way, Los Angeles makes a lot of sense. Jeff Darlington of ESPN, who, to his full credit, has been calling Brady leaving for months. Not only
1: called it, but just, like, was putting exclamation points on it, too. He was was plugged in. He knew it.
0: Yeah, he knew it. Uh, He wrote four factors. He tweeted this. Four factors to consider when thinking about Brady's next spot. A collaborative coach. A well-built roster, even if not perceived as a clear Super Bowl favorite. Good weather. And favorable proximity to NYC, New York City for personal reasons. Don't use any of those to cross teams off the list. I think that that screams Miami. Like yeah. Miami, Miami to New York is not a, is not a fast flight, but no. like if you're, a, if you're, I mean, like he's going to be flying wheels up or whatever like you know you're he's he's PJ he's, he's, not, a, he's not he's not flying so whatever commercial. team probably signs him they'll give him a private jet
1: like you know what i mean like they'll, they'll, yeah, yeah
0: but exactly like like he's he can get to, from Miami to New York in and probably be door to door in 3 hours and that's yeah. that's that's i i'm not a private jet enthusiast but i mean like that's i i would guess that's a pretty good bet there is good weather they are not perceived as a Super Bowl favorite um and clearly a collaborative coach i i, I don't know I, mean, I think Los Angeles probably fits in there as well, even though they're considered. Maybe I think I don't know if they're considered a Super Bowl favorite without Tom Brady. I mean, they'd still be a top team. And Tampa I mean, t- maybe
1: not perceived. Well, it was like not perceived to be a Super Bowl team, but like you know, because maybe because they just weren't that great with Philip Rivers last year. Sorry to, to yeah. dump on your boy, but like, I, it, like maybe that is. You know, maybe that's the case. I think the Chargers. Your boy would be signs of the Pats. It's true. You know, it could be. That's, past that's fans it.
0: will hate that. But like past fans would grow to love Philip Rivers so much. Like, oh, yeah. He's I, so listen. like he's so obnoxious when he like when he's when, like when he's on your team, you love him like nothing else. And when,
1: like when he's not on your team, you you don't care for him. Well, not only that, but like, whoever gets the, the seal of approval from Bill Belichick, like, it's going to be an easy fix. Like, you know, whoever he taps to be the guy, they'll be like, all right, and Bill retrust, here we go, load it up, whether it's Stidham, could be, you know, Cody Kessler, they could trade for Mitch Trubisky, and they'd be like, oh, all right, we'll we'll see what happens. All right. I I, I said it on HQ,
0: like, if Bill Belichick goes out and spends 30 million a year on Jameis Winston, like, everybody will pee their pants and be like, oh my God, Jameis, like, They've just been misusing him like he's going to be incredible in in Tampa Bay. I mean, in uh, New England, that's how it works. How would you handicap the race to replace Brady?
1: I think we covered all Brady's possible landing spots, right? Is there a wild card team we're not thinking about? The Dolphins is probably the one, right? Like, I think that would make the most sense, or at least the the biggest wild card of the bunch. Maybe the Bears. Maybe the Bears. I don't know about the cap space. The cap space
0: is a a disaster. Um, The weather is terrible. You know, I mean, like, if like if you're Tom Brady, you've been playing for 20 years in Foxborough,
1: are right. you really going to go play in Chicago when you're 43? And are the weapons really, like, that yeah. spectacular? Alan Robinson's great, like, but you really, Jimmy Graham would have been great, like, 10 years ago, but, that, you know, that's not, that's not anything to write home about. So I, I think the Dolphins yeah, are just, we're talking about. They just wasted like
0: money on, on Jimmy Graham to, like, sign Tom Brady. So I, I would say that's a long shot. Uh, the Lions, what I would just throw out the Lions is, like, I know that's a real, real long shot because they had Matthew Stafford under contract. But, like, yep. if you sign Tom Brady and trade Matthew Stafford to, I don't know, New England or, like, it, it, just because of the connection, I don't think it's yeah. that crazy. I think anywhere that has those Patriots connections that doesn't have, you know, a quarterback they just signed, like, the Titans yeah. could, could right. be. Right. I was going to say,
1: Tennessee was – that was why Tennessee was was so talked about because of Ravel and all that. So You almost wonder if, like, Tennessee's like, man, I wish you tweeted that note out, like, two days ago, bro. Well, that could have been the learning experience. You know, that could be why, like we were saying, he's putting it out there like, Hey, no ifs, fans, or buts. I am not going back to the New England Patriots because there are teams like the Tennessee Titans that, Hey, listen, we have to figure out our quarterback situation. If we let Ryan Tannehill hit the market, like somebody's going to go pick him up. He was just, you know, in the AFC championship game with us. So, you know, maybe that's a learning experience there for him. And that's why he did what he did.
0: All right. So, uh, who, who, how would you handicap the race to replace Tom Brady
1: in New England? Well, it's, it's really interesting because. They don't really have that much cap space. I mean, like you're talking about you just put Joe Tooney for the franchise tag. We got to figure out what they're doing with him, whether they're going to trade him, sign him to a long-term extension. I mean, there was a a release when they announced that he was being franchise tag, that the goal is to have a long-term extension. But you never know. It's it's lying season with all of these teams. So they they could just trade him. They could do whatever they want. They could trade him to the team that signs Tom Brady. Exactly. Like you know, they could they could go multiple ways with that. But I mean, you brought back Matthew Slater. You brought back Devin McCourty at pretty good money. Like you're starting to run out of cap space. I don't know what the exact number is, but like you would have been able to. You know, they weren't offering Tom Brady a ton of money because first off, they don't even have it. Now that he's gone, you have a thirteen and a half million dollar cap hit that's just going to be sitting there that you can't spend on. So I'm almost sitting here wondering, like you know, I thought Marcus Mariota would have made a lot of sense because he probably would have came cheap. He would have been a guy that, you know, could have, you know, somewhat worked in their system. Like, that would have made a lot of sense to me. But now he's in Las Vegas. So I'm almost sitting here wondering, like, do they – are they going to go with Jared Stidham? Like, is this really going to be the case here? Like, you know, they you heard great things about him over the course of the preseason, over the course of the year. Because if you remember, he took a lot of those first-team reps because Tom Brady was kind of dinged up towards the end of the regular season – So there was some positive, you know, talk, whether it's, you know, code speak or whatever about him over the course of the end of the regular season. He did throw that pick six that's kind of, you know, put a bad, bad taste in your mouth when you see him in the regular season. I think it was against the Jets or whoever it was. But, you know, could it be Stidham? Could it be a guy like Teddy Bridgewater? I think if I'm going to pick, it would probably be Teddy Bridgewater. Like, I think he makes the most sense whether what is the most likely. It sounds like maybe Andy Dalton's the guy that comes up the most, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, sure does. I'll tell you this, uh, Stephen O of sportsline.com ran some Brady replacement scenarios. And this is really, I find this really fascinating. So, um, with Tom Brady, he has the Patriots at 10.1 wins and a 63.1% chance to, uh, to, wait, what, I don't even know what the win percentage is to a 56.9% chance to win the division, 76.9% chance to make the playoffs, 3.4 chance to win the Super Bowl with Teddy Bridgewater the numbers actually go up from Tom Brady from Ooh. 10.1 to 10.5, uh, 64.5% chance to win the division, 9.1% or 82.7% chance to make the playoffs, 4% chance to make the championship. Jameis Winston is about even with Tom Brady, 10 wins on average. And then Andy Dalton is 9.9. Dalton does feel, I mean like Peter King who's very tight, like has been covering, you know, he covered the giants way back in the day. has known Belichick for years. Keeps pointing out that Andy Dalton is a Belichick guy. And it does make sense. Like, he's a hardworking, blue-collar dude who will come in and, you know, will help. You can put weapons around him to help him improve, right? I mean, that's that's
1: sort of the situation. And, and he's been the name, I think, that, you know, as much as we talk about, like, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, like, Andy Dalton's name, as you were saying. It's not even just, like, Peter King or whoever. Like, there are a lot of people talking about Andy Dalton and pairing those two together. So, and, you know, he's going to come cheap because – Cincinnati is just trying to get him out of here and usher the way in for Joe Burrow. And, you know, you guys have talked about this on the pick six pod a lot. Like they're going to put him in a good scenario for the sole fact of making Joe Burrow feel good going to Cincinnati. Like, listen, we take care of our quarterbacks. Look, you know, we're, we have you. We're going to send our next guy to New England. Like we didn't, we didn't send him to Siberia. We, we put him in one of the best organizations in the NFL. So there's emphasis on both sides. And I, I just wonder, you know, well, does that produce Super Bowls? Like, you know, I think Teddy Bridgewater makes a little bit more sense or at least there's a higher ceiling there with Teddy Bridgewater, but it does feel like if we're if we're handicapping it, it does feel like if they're going outside of the organization, Andy Dalton it should be the favorite. All right.
0: Andy Dalton, I think I think I would put Teddy Bridgewater there, and I do agree with you that uh, you know, look, it's it's fun to say Jared Simmons the guy, 2019 fourth round pick. It's not like this was a Garoppolo, a full Garoppolo situation where he's a second round pick and and he's been sitting there for you know three or four years and learning and
1: the expectation is he takes over. I can throw another one at you. Yeah, watch out for your boy Jacoby Brissett. I that might be that might be someone again. You know, it's not a second round pick, but it's a former third round pick. He has a lot of starting experience in the NFL. Listen, he's not prolific by any stretch of the imagination, but he was able to win games for the Indianapolis Colts last season. I wonder if they go back to the well there, especially if they go after, in you know, the Colts, do, if they go get Philip Rivers, and all of a sudden you have a guy like Jacoby Brissett, who's pretty cheap, if I, if I, if I'm correct. You know, his cap hit isn't anything super crazy. Like, that's a guy that makes a lot of sense. Like, let's just say you believe in Stidham, but you don't want to throw him into the Lions then right away. That makes a lot of sense to bring in Jacoby Brissett, knows the system, knows the offense. You know, nothing's really changed from the time he was with the New England Patriots to now. Josh McDaniels is still here. Belichick's still here. That one makes a lot of sense because they do go with familiarity a lot.
0: All right. Man, what a time to be alive. Sully, Great. thanks for popping on. I know you uh, we took you away from the work that you would otherwise be doing for CBSSports.com and CBS Sports HQ, But uh, appreciate you hanging out, banging out the uh, Tom Brady pod. And I'm sure we will talk to you again very soon, buddy. Sounds good.
2: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.